Welcome back. We're into the second hour of the KDK9 show here every Sunday from 4 to 6. Okay, which animal can see above itself? A rat, an owl, a cat, or a dog? I'm going to go with owl. Nope. Oh, man. But think about this. It's a rat. But think, remember how everybody, those little beady eyes, yeah. you know, we you know they kind of protrude out of the, out of their eye, you know, they're, yeah, you, you know, they're not in a socket. So you could, I could see that they could see, I see right. that they can see above them. Huh. So a rat, a rat can see above them. I think that's interesting. Yeah, themselves. intelligent creatures. Too. Yeah, oh, yes, they are, yes, they are. Uh, if you're just tuning in, you didn't catch the, the first hour, at the very beginning of the first hour, I talked about, should you board your dog, uh, send it out to be trained, uh, uh, instead of taking uh, a, a dog obedience class, you know, with uh, your pupper, and both of you learn at the same time. And so, I, you know, I did pros and cons, kind of. <laughs> But uh, so uh, once again, what I want to reiterate is that it's uh, teaching you to understand the dog. Dogs know Spanish, you know English. All right, you got to learn a little Spanish. They got to learn a little English. You're building a team. You're working together. I know there's some people out there that that just say, "Well, I'm not having any success," and so maybe I should, you know, send them off, and then um, they can train them, and then I just have to push the buttons. No, that's not the way it works. Okay, because you need to learn how. Who is your dog? What personality? Breeds have tendencies, but it's really. And you know what? I can't tell you how rewarding it is. That, you know, when you all of a sudden the dog gets it and you get it. And then I see like, oh, wow, look at this. They're growing as a team. And you know, the money, if you, if you don't want a class situation because you feel like, oh, geez, I'm just, I don't want to be embarrassed. Okay. Then you know what? The, the money you pay to board and train is horrendous. I could have made a doggone good living out of, you know, board and trained. And I totally enjoyed it. I loved the dogs that I worked with. But I, I, oh, I realized after the third dog that I did a board and train that, you know what? I'm not training the uh, I'm training the dog uh, but the owner needs to be trained even if I had a week's worth of uh, classes or you know uh, private lessons with them that you know to show them what how I worked with the dog it's still not enough you got to have that gumption that if you're going to get a pet a dog that you're going to train them and you're going to you know become a team it's not me master you dog and so and like it is so rewarding when you finally get through those bumps and and learn it but if you feel like you don't you know just uh, you just aren't getting it or understanding it you know if you set up a private lesson with most of us trainers that you're gonna be money way ahead and then you're gonna get the individual attention and then they can work and tweak you and your dog at the same time i think it's better money expe- uh, spent if you sign up for private classes i have them up at katie's canines and then uh, you know just sign up you know find a trainer you, you like and then see if they got private lessons and then just start working together as a team instead of sending them out to be boarded all right, I can't, can't, I, I can't reiterate that enough, uh, because like I said, you don't know what they're doing with them when the, for the, whether it's a week training, two weeks, three weeks, you know. And to be uh, truth be told, as a now Katie's canine is in the fortieth year of Katie's canine. And all the people and the dogs that have come through all through all these years, you know, yeah, I'm a people trainer, not a dog trainer. And it's rewarding to see them grow as a team. And you can see that, that the owners are like, I get it now. I understand it. And, and that's by you doing it. And so and spent money is better, wiser spent by setting up private classes with the trainer. You know, whether at your home, I prefer to have people come to me. And the reason is that I'm off the dog's territory. And plus we have, uh, I have, you know, in my school, I've got the room, you know, to work so we can really get a lot done. So anyway, so think about that folks. Okay.
Okay, who's up? Oh, if you got a question, guys, hey, 651-641-1071. 651-641-1071. Who is up? We've got Deb, whose cat won't eat. Oh, no. Hi, Deb. How you doing? I am doing good. Good. How old's your, your kitty? She is 12 and a half. 12 and a half, okay. And then now, uh, now has she, is she dealing with any health issues? Um, I brought her to the vet. All her blood work came back fine. The vet said she had some tartar on her teeth, but it wasn't bad. Right, and her nice. Her gums were not swollen. Nice. And she does eat the treats, temptation. <laughs> yeah. But but she leaves crumbs. She leaves a mess. Okay. 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 What food or what are you trying to feed her? I have been trying to feed her lots of different kinds of food. Okay. As far as good can dry what? Yes, can canned food now. She used to eat dry dry food. She used to eat the um the pro vet because she she was overweight. Okay. The prenup pro vet. Okay. But you, anytime you take a cat a cat that's overweight and you put them on grain free canned food, they will lose weight because it doesn't have the carbon that dry food has. So they right. will. It doesn't have to be specifically for fat cats. Just any kind of grain free canned food, as long as you don't overfeed it. <laughs> that's right, the next step. Okay. So I put the canned food down, and she just walks up to it, sniffs it, and walks away. Okay. So now, because um, there are you know picky cats, just like you know humans, but now first of all. Don't be giving her any treats, all right? Because now you're filling her up, and she ain't hungry. She can be able forward to be picky, all right? Don't right. panic. So what you're going to do is most cats, you know, like they like to lick their food. So now what, gra- what grain-free canned food do you have right now? I am not sure if it's grain-free or not. But I went, I went to Chuck and Don's, okay. and they, they gave me the three types of cat foods for finicky cats. Mm-hmm. But she just sniffed that and walked away, too. Okay. Does she eat anything else other than the temptation treats during the day? Um, she does like to drink, you know, the juice from the tuna fish can. Okay. Every cat she loves has, that. She has drank some milk, but okay. not a lot. Yeah, no milk. Don't give your cat any dairy products whatsoever, okay? <laughs> but yeah. if she won't eat. No, no, no. Don't hit the panic button now, all right? Okay, okay because you had her checked out by the vet. Her stats are okay. So basically what we're doing is mind over manner. The older do- cats and dogs, they don't need much to exist on. All right. So they could okay. choose if you're honest, uh, continuously during the day giving little things, then they, they, they're full. They don't have that pang in the, in the stomach like, I'm hungry because right. it's kind of been fed during, through the whole course of the day. Okay. And so now Earthborn has two cans, uh, two, it's a one's a pink can and one's a, like a bluish green can. Okay, and they have the small fish, you know, like mackerel and sardines. Or, I tried that. Okay, and then how did that go? She didn't. She didn't touch it. Okay, try uh, get canned <laughs> sardines in water. Okay. Canned sardines in water. Just at the store. Yep. Yep. Just canned sardine in water, not, you know, the, the, the thing. But now I don't want you giving her anything else through the day. Now, tomorrow morning, whenever you get the sardines, okay, let's say you get the sardines tomorrow, okay? So then tomorrow's Monday. Okay, Tuesday morning when you wake up, you're just going to feed her like maybe like a, just give her a couple of little sardines, okay, see how she does. But during the course of the day, you're not going to give her anything else, nothing. Okay. Okay, and then come Tuesday evening, see how her appetite is. 
All right. And so that's why, like I said, we got to get, get we got to get her to get into the beat of getting, you know, like hunger, hungry. Right. It's just like, right. let's say um, uh, if somebody was nice enough to make a burger smorgasbord for you where you all day you can graze. Pretty soon you don't know if you're eating breakfast, lunch and dinner. Pretty soon you're not. Well, I'm not really hungry right now. I mean, you could be finicky because you're constantly being kind of you don't get the hunger pains. Right. And so that's right. what we've got to do is get her. So she's interested because she's hungry. <laughs> and so. Go ahead. So could it possibly be her teeth or no? No, 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 no. The vet, you know, if they're, I'll tell you, I know some cats that have some pretty horrible teeth and some dogs, and when food's out, you better stay in back. (laughs) Okay. Okay. So, yeah, so I wouldn't, like I said, my guess is that you've been feeding her along the way. Even though it may seem like not much to you, but at that age, right, at that age, what's going to happen is that she's already, uh, you know, she's done all the growing and stuff like that, and if she's not, like, running around, you know, catching and mice and stuff like that she's not she's very sedentary then what happens to it that's another thing now do does she like chase a a laser or a feather or does she do any kind of exercise not lately no okay that's another thing that i would try doing uh take a feather and put it on a like a you know a piece of string and drag it around mm-hmm. and, and have her follow it or get a laser out get her moving because the more she moves you know uh, then the hungrier she's gonna get to refuel her jets to try to get her moving, doing something. The best catnip toy on the market is called Yao Catnip Toy. Yao. And how do you spell it? Yao, like meow, but Yao. Oh. <laughs> okay, and it's by Just Ducky. Just I don't know if it's Just Ducky or Just Ducky World. I can't remember. But anyway, and get the banana. Because the banana one, the cats, absolutely, they like to lay in their back, hold it with their front paws, and kick it with their back paws. All right? Okay. So get the banana one. You probably can find it online. But anyway, so that would get her moving. Try to find things to get her, you know, just even if she chases the feather down the hallway. And then she says, screw you. Okay, fine. I got you to go down the hallway. (laughs) You know, you get the laser. Never use a laser for a dog. That creates a neurotic mess. With the cat, get her interested in it. She follows it like around the corner. You know, just kind of always stop it when she's interested in it. Don't wait for her to walk away. Keep, you know what I mean? If you can right. see she's like, well, not nah, okay, quick, shut it off. Or have a, with laser lights, you always want it to go behind something or under something, just don't shut it off. Anyway, and so that's what I would try is get her motivated a little bit more. And so that's going to drum up an appetite also. And so. And then after the sardine. Yep. Just a green, green, Free canned food? Canned food, right. You know, and then like that earthborn, they have that two different fishes because most cats love, fi- you know, the fish stuff. And that's why they like tuna so much. And tuna's okay here and there, but remember, it's a large fish, so it's got a lot of heavy metals. You know, us humans, we're right. not supposed to eat big fish like salmon and tuna more than once a week, two times pushing it because of the heavy metal content, okay? And so right. uh, then you could try, take it take like a pinch of, uh, if you got uh, of, uh, raw hamburger, and, and put it in her dish and see if she licks that up. Just start out That's with just, okay. you bet. Just start out with little things, a little amount. Don't stuff her dish. All right. And so okay. then when she starts poking at you, like, hello, I think I'm, you know, meow, meow, meow. And, you know, rubbing on your legs or running to the bowl and looking at you. Now she's hungry. Okay. So, but now don't overfeed her because it's good to, you know, did you say the cat's overweight? She was. Okay. She has lost weight. Oh, she has lost weight? Okay. Yeah, okay. Because she's not eating. Okay. Yep. No, because we just got to present it. But, you know, um, 
Okay, do you want to hold on a second? I just looked at the clock and it's like, oh, me bad. We're really way off here. So hold on and we'll just, uh, we'll come back, okay? Okay, hold on. Oopsies, no, I can't find my... Oh, well, no, here we are. Okay, the first pear tree in North America was planted in California, Florida, Montana, Massachusetts. We'll be back. Hey, thank you for staying with and tuning in the KDK9 show. Uh, we got open line, 651-429. Uh, wait a minute, that would be my phone number. <laughs> it's this go, 651 641-1071. 651-641-1071. The first pear tree in North America was planted in California, Florida, Montana, Massachusetts. I'm going to go with Massachusetts. Ding, 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 ding. Be it, New England. What? Yes. Okay, the English pear tree located in Dover, Essex, County, Massachusetts is believed to be the oldest living cultivated fruit tree in North America. And that's something. Hmm. My dad had a pear tree and uh, they didn't look very well. <laughs> you know, they weren't pretty. Yeah. But oh man, were they tasting good. Right. And you know, I, I don't know why I like pears and why I don't do pears more often. I have no idea. Oh well. Yeah. Talk to my therapist. <laughs> Anyway, no, I don't have a therapist. Okay, give a holler, 651-641-1071. Okay, we're back with Deb. Okay, Deb, are you with us? Yes, I am. All right. Okay, because, yeah, because uh, cats are supposed to, they, they should eat every 12 hours, okay? You don't want a cat to not eat for, like, 24 hours, like one that okay. gets caught in a tree or something like that, okay? But, like I said, you know, some cats are just like dogs or humans, are gluttons, and some are dainty. <laughs> but right. I really feel that by, you know, remember, cats like to lick their food. They usually don't want to chew their food, especially as they get older, if you watch them eat. And so that's why by get that can of sardines in water okay take a couple of them out there you know maybe cut them in half or just put them in a plate for her and just see what she does with them right plays with them whatever <laughs> but i all okay. by by getting her because it doesn't take much to maintain the cat what you know now you got to look at back now you said she was a fat cat all right and so right, now yeah. um so what happens is that now that she's slimmed down you know that's you know she, she can be, you know, move more and easier and stuff like that. But the whole thing, now that she's slimmed down, now it doesn't take much to, you know, to maintain her. You know what I mean? And and so so that she maintains, you know, even weight. So that's why I just don't, you know, what she might have eaten. Let's say she would have ate three cans of food in her fat days, you know. Now, you know, you're just trying to get her to eat one. But if you add a little bit of warm water, make a little bit of a gravy and present that to her and just see, like, take a tablespoon of the canned food, okay, add a little okay. bit of warm water and just see if she'll lick that, all right? And then okay. and just kind of baby step it, but don't try to get her fat again by overfeeding her. Right? right, what she used That's, to eat. So, but I think if you get her, earth, go ahead. The Earthborn is the best or one I should try. I would try, yeah, because I can. Well, Gilligan wouldn't take his my dog. <laughs> he wouldn't take his pills. I had a couple days of that. It's just like really, and so I just happened to have some of that. And because uh, uh, dogs and cats love fish, and boy, I, I put the pills in a tablespoon of that food, and boy, he ate it like right now. And then my cat finished the rest. <laughs> Another one. Remember, okay. remember earlier I said that get a feather. They they you can buy them online or wherever, but get a peacock feather. A peacock feather and like, you know, kind of, you know, drag it on the floor. Not a lot of people say I have access to feathers being in the country. You know, we got, you know, I got chicken feathers and everything else. But, you know, a lot of people don't. And feathers really perk up a lot of cats. And so that's why I get a peacock, order it online or whatever type thing. But, you know, because like okay. I said, the, but try to get her moving so then that will get, you know, uh, 
hopefully spur on the, the appetite a little bit more, okay? All right, that sounds good. Okay, well, keep me posted. Let me know next week how it went this week. Give a holler, okay? So we can right, see what's thank going. thank you very much. You bet. Take care. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye-bye. I know everybody hits the panic button when the dog or cat doesn't eat. It's like, no, 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 something's wrong. You know, there is a rarity that, the, you know, uh, her cat, you know, might have you know, something wrong inside. Let's not hit the panic button. But but the whole thing is just, you know, just stay calm. Don't keep feeding the dog and cat, on, you know, a, a treat here and a treat there throughout the whole day. Because then when dinner comes, they're kind of like, yeah, I'm not hungry. So all of a sudden, they're not eating. Well, you've been feeding them all day. <laughs> okay, who's up? All right, well, we've got Lisa on the line, and her golden doodle keeps eating plants. Ah, golden doodle eating plants. Hi, Lisa, how you doing? <laughs> Hi, can you hear me okay? Yes, I can. Okay, um, so I have a, a golden doodle that's about 15 months old. He's also been to your classes before when he was about 12 weeks old, and... My dilemma is whenever I take him in my backyard, which is fenced in, and I just want to have him run free, uh-huh. but ever since he was a little puppy, first thing he'd do is he ran over and grabbed a bunch of hostas. <laughs> and then in my effort to get the hostas out of his mouth, it turned into keep away. And today, once again, now he's 15 months old, I had the same dilemma with him. Got outside, I thought, all right, I'm going to let him go. I let the leash trail. And... Um, oh, it took forever. And he, I think he even got a little Burberry, Burberry bush twig. Um, and you know, and he just looks at me like, I dare ya. Okay. Okay. So how do I lasso this? Yeah. Well, yeah, he's created a game. First of all, how long is the, did you, are you just letting him drag a six foot leash? Is that what he's out there on or what? Yeah. This summer, um, I, I had a longer leash. You know, but um, he gets hung up because I've got a lot of plants and I've got some, you know, different art out there and, you know, so okay. Okay. a lot he can get hung up on it. I so. see. Um, because what I would do, I would put like put him on a 20 foot long line, have him on, you know, a, a training collar, just kind of walk by like places that he wants to, you know, you give it a, a look and then you're going to go leave it and back up. Ah, leave it. Okay, because then as soon as he looks at you, oh, very nice, very nice. Okay, then continue walking again, you know, whether you use 10 feet of that, 20 foot or whatever type thing. You don't want him to be right, like, on top of you or you on top of him. Okay, but even if he just goes to look at that plant, ah, leave it. And then back up. You know, don't turn around. Just back, go backwards in the steps you just went forwards in. And then give the leash a pop. Hey, leave it. Leave it. Very nice. Very nice. All right. Because it sounds like it, he created the game last year and it worked so well, he's continuing it. <laughs> okay. Yes, cause, of course, because then I end up chasing him. Oh, yeah. And see, that's what I'm we... Falling it, down. Yep. And see, that's um, what... <laughs> yeah. So that's why we want to use a longer line so he, he doesn't have... You know, you have something you can quick step on or grab. But another thing that you want to teach... Now, I'm not sure if I taught it in, in the puppy class. Is uh, the treat one, two, and three, do you know that one? Um, okay, so no. what what you're going to do is you're going to start in the house. Okay, and you're going to keep the uh, the treats in a drawer or a cupboard, the same one. Okay, whoa, and so then the music comes, and now we're going to continue this when we come back. So don't hang up. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, let's see. Whoa. Da, 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 da. 
You can cultivate. Can you cultivate a pineapple with just the crown? True or false? Cultivate a uh, pineapple with just a crown. We'll be back. Thank you. Here we are. Okay. Can you cultivate a pineapple by using its crown? True. Ding, 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 ding. Right. I did this a long... I mean, I mean, it's been in high school. Somebody said that, and I said, no. And I was by Jiminy Christmas. I don't know what I was going to do with a pineapple tree in yeah. Minnesota, but I actually got it. It grew. I oh, couldn't believe so it. Neat. Yeah, it was, it was pretty good. I was just surprised. The heck out of me, I'll tell you that. Okay, folks, don't forget, you know, uh, tomorrow is Betty White's 100th birthday, uh, January 17th, had she lived to it. And uh, in order to had what a special lady, uh, and um, yeah, geez, she's, she was an unbelievable lady and what she did for the rescues and such like that uh, my talk is doing um, a fundraiser for canine inspired change.org you can go to my talk 1071.com and the keyword is Betty all right now I'm on my side of Katie canine you know I, I figured well okay there my talk is taking care of Karen canine and inspire change that's great so then what I wish you that if you got a little extra ching you know five bucks or so if you go to Patriot assistance dogs dot org Patriot assistance dogs org and donate to them they rescue dogs uh train them they you know and then they uh find uh, veterans and pair them with veterans that maybe are dealing with some issues and, and, and they need a companion so um and you my, my at my talk 1071.com if you go to my show page uh there might you can um, click on my facebook page because on my facebook page k facebook page i've got the link for patriot assistant days dogs.com and then it's betty is a keyword on my talk 1071.com for canine for canine inspired change.org all right where are we at back to lisa with her golden doodle there we go we're eating plants okay lisa you all set okay you ready okay so now what you're gonna do is you this is what you're gonna do dogs that sucker you into the catch me if you can game especially if it's outside you got two things you can put an e-collar on them and train them that way you know i'm not versed in that but you can do that to leave them alone and but what i prefer to do is that we're going to teach them whereas okay now you're in the kitchen and let's say you got your treats in a drawer in the same cupboard okay the dog is right with you you're gonna go treat all right, and then you're gonna quick go to the drawer to the cupboard, open it, and now you're only gonna use pieces of treat that are no bigger than a eraser on a pencil. Okay, now you're gonna say treat okay. and drop one to your right. Okay, now when the dog eats it up, hey look, you want him to look up at you. Then say treat again and drop one out in front of you. Okay, then he's gonna lick it up. And, hey look, he's gonna say look at you. Say treat again and drop one to your left. And then it's yay, very nice. Okay, mosey around the kitchen a little bit, and then all of a sudden do it again. Treat, race to the drawer or to the cupboard okay grab your treat okay treat there's one and don't you say one just all you're gonna do is go treat and drop one to your right as soon as he licks it up look as soon as he looks up at you oh nice treat drop one out in front of you okay then as soon as he looks at you then a treat and then three to your left okay now let's say the dog is at the other end of the house you're gonna go treat and it's gonna be a race to the drawer to the cupboard where the treat is all right okay and then you do treat one treat two treat three okay now let's say the dog comes around the corner with a sock in his mouth Okay, if you, you can ask the dog once, whether it's a sock or a bush that's in his mouth, hey, bring it here. It, don't make a move to him, all right? Don't make a move. So what you're going to do is, let's say it's a sock, 
you're going to say treat. Or when you went, you said you asked here, bring it here, and he didn't bring it. Then you're going to go treat, and it's a race to the drawer to the cupboard. All right. So then what's going to happen? Now let's say the dog brought the sock with. He didn't drop it along the way. Most of them will drop it. But anyway, so then what you're going to do is uh, you're going to say treat, and then you're going to drop one to your right. Now he has to drop what's in his mouth to get the treat. Okay. So then you just quick step on the sock, and now remember you tre- you you um, have got him to look for treat one, two, and three, right? You conditioned him. So now he looks up, but he's looking yep. for that second treat. Now you're going to pitch it out a little bit farther. Okay, now when he goes and gets that treat, you're going to pick up the sock or the bush, <laughs> and then you're going to, uh, then as soon as he looks back, then the last treat goes to your left. So you got treat one, two, and three. And so then what you could do is outside, you can practice this. You know, have him on the line. And then let's say, let's say he's just, he's, he's not grabbing anything. He's just moseying. Go treat and then race to the door. Okay. And so then come on in, you know, treat one, treat two, treat three. And so what you want to after, don't go towards him because the minute that he goes, you go to him. It's a catch me if you can game. And so what you want to do is recondition him that it's more fun to follow you than it is to grab the bush and have you follow him. Does that make sense? Okay. Because we're, we're so, gonna, but I'm going back in the house to get the treat at yep. the same place. Yep. Not Otherwise, taking too, it with me outside. No. Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. No. You gotta. You want to get him. You want him to run towards you. You know, as he gets better at that, where he's leaving things, then if you want to go treat and you, but you run towards the house. You know, and open the the door, and then what you can do is you can either give him a, a treat, you know, right there, or you give him something else, like a ball, a toy, or something else. Okay, you can do that too. Okay. But the whole thing is, is don't okay. go towards them. And that's so with anybody that a dog has got anything in their mouth, you can ask them to bring it to you. If they don't, you take one step towards them, and then it becomes a catch me if you can game. Okay, so that's why, and and some dogs, if they get really bad at it, then you can, you know, work with somebody that has an e-collar, but I'm, like I said, I'm not versed in them, you know, but I would work on this too, is to redirect, recondition, and so that you got something better than what he's got, so he's going to be going after you, all right? Okay, so, so Katie, what do you do? He is just, like, notorious for finding the Kleenex or whatever, and... I'm really good about not leaving things around, but when I have people visit, sometimes they will. And so what do you do inside the house when he grabs that Kleenex or that paper towel or something and you need to get it out or he's going to eat it? Right. But see, what did you just learn? You have to go towards him then, right? You go, no, you don't. No, no, no. The minute you go towards him, you're done. So the minute you see he's got a, a, you know, a tissue, treat, and you're heading for that drawer or that cupboard. All right. And then, then when okay. people come over and they're like that, then put him on a leash or put him in the kennel. So you have control of okay. the situation. And then as he mentally matures and doesn't start making such a game on everybody, then he could earn the right to be around free, you know, not on a leash because now you've got control of the situation. So it's just going to be baby stuff. You got to remember a golden doodle is very, they're, they're almost ADD. They're very, uh, they're very active. Very okay. Now what? And so, so yep. the the more me- the more mental stimulation, teaching tricks, teaching brain teasers, getting him to look for you to direction, and then learning things, then you're going to build a better relationship, and then he's going to be more in tune to when you say something to respond accordingly. 
okay? So, you know, some, the training and such like that is all a part of it. And so, and if you don't, then like I said, the, 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 you have the silliness of the golden retriever and you have the doodle, you know, the, uh, whereas they are very stately, very smart and very clever. So you put silly and clever together and man, I'll tell you, they can figure out putting her anything. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, and so, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah. And so that's why you just got to set yourself up that you have got control of the situation. And this is just a bump in the road. He's not going to have to be on a leash every time somebody comes over for the rest of his life. This is over. He's testing you right now. And you want to win these tests because you thought, thought ahead, thought it out, and you're prepared for the shenanigans. So by teaching yeah. him, you know, the treat, you know, and then race to the cupboard. Don't, you know, you don't have to go at breakneck speed, but make it like snappy and happy. So he, it's totally irresistible on his part that he's just got to follow you. <laughs> okay? Because okay. he's all about, this is a, what we call a game dog. It's all about the game. It's all about the game. He's like, okay, watch me suck her into this. and Watch me get her into that. <laughs> watch, watch, watch. Okay. You know, so he's been taking the time to figure you out. you got to take the time to, ha- to think one step ahead of him. When he does this, this is what I do. And then it becomes almost secondary to you. You don't even have to think about it. You, your timing is down now and you automatically react. You don't have to think about it. And that's what you want to get to. And then as he mentally matures, then he can has more focus and then things won't be such an awry, okay? Okay. Does that make sense? Yes. Even getting him to come on command is difficult. But at the same time, he's very smart. I've trained him to sit and wait and stay for his food until I tell him to come. Nice. Yep. He will sit for three minutes. Okay. Yep. Well, that's good. you're staring at me. But if I say come... He won't come to me. Okay, yeah, but now the, now if you ta- said that to me just as you just said it, come, I'd say, never mind. Okay, remember, he's all about the game. So what you got to do is go, come, 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 you can do it, and then move. Don't stand still. If you're teaching a dog to come at the beginning, you can never stand still. You have to move. Dogs are prey driven. If they, if, if it moves, they're on it. So you're going to run, like, let's say he's in the middle of the backyard. So you're going to run. I mean, like I said, it doesn't have to break neck speed. Just fast pace, clapping your hands. Come, 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 let's go, let's go, come on, come, come on. And he's got, he cannot let it go. He's got to come towards you. So then you get up on the deck or the back step. Then you, oh, very nice. Look at you. You don't have to pet him. Just very nice. Then go inside. Sometimes every time you call him to you, don't always stop the fun. Sometimes you go inside and then come back out, try it again. Stand in different parts of the yard to call him. Because if you always stand in the same place to call him and you bring him in the house, he realizes that spot stops fun. <laughs> I am not coming to that. <laughs> and so that's why if you use that long line so you can, he can't run away from you. Don't use the line to pull him to you. That's just to keep him from running away from you. And if you just clap your hands, remember if you took puppy class, you should remember how we did the come. It's clap, 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 shuffle, 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 clap, 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 shuffle, shuffle, shuffle. You know, come, 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 come. You can do it. Come on, you, 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 you know. And and as he walk, he, as he comes towards you, and then you go and give him a massage. You're animated to get him to you, but then you just, oh, what a buddy, such a puppers. You know, so that you know, come to you now means coming for your massage. 
All right. Okay. So that's what you got to do is re-add it. But if you just stand in one spot and go, come, the dog is going to be like, yeah, get a life. <laughs> you got to make it. You got to make it fun, and then you got to have fun too. So that is, is you know, you're, you're learning as a team, and he's starting to look to you for direction. Remember, dogs aren't robots. You can't just program the thing and then they drop what they're doing and come to you. You've got to work as a team to figure this out. Okay. Okay. Yes. Okay. Just remember puppy All class. Right, well, you got the handout still. Yes. You still got the handouts. The handout I for do. come is in there. Yep. So look like fun, sound like fun, and be fun. And never find yourself going to him. Always make him come in your direction. Okay. Okay. Well, thank you so much. I'm going to try all this. Uh, all right. Read my puppy class stuff. <laughs> all right. Take care, kiddo. I appreciate the call. Okay. Thank you. You I betcha. You. Take you. care. Bye-bye. Yes. No, that's people just don't, they want to stand in one spot and scream at the dog to get their butt in there. And you wonder why the dog is like special puppies. It's like, yeah, get a life. <laughs> okay. 75% of a banana. You do. 75% of a banana is water, sugar, vitamins, minerals. Be back. We're winding down another week. We made it another week. Yes, we did. We got one more call to get to. Okay. Uh, oh, you know what I was doing? I was Okay, water. I mean. Let me guess. Water? <laughs> 75% of banana is water. Yes, is water, but it also has the sugar, the vitamins, and the mineral, and fiber. Mm-hmm. It is a very good thing. I love, you know my favorite thing? Well, I love banana cream pie. Mm. But have you ever taken a, taken, taken, taken a banana, put peanut butter on it, and then you take Nestle's, Hershey's, you know, like uh, syrup in a thing, mm-hmm. and then drizzle that on it, and then eat it? Yes, oh, oh my so goodness. Good. I know, and I just, every once in a while I get just a, you know, a craving for that. It's just like, oh, this is really, it's healthy, it's got a banana. Right. <laughs> okay, let's take the last call of the day. Let's see if we can get her in. All right, we've got Jill, and she's got an, old, an anxious golden retriever. Okay, hey, Jill, how you doing? Good. Good, how old's your pupper? She's eight. Eight, okay. And she's just a very anxious golden, um, more than just fireworks. She's afraid of the laundry basket and sounds on the TV, and okay. she deals with it by, you know, going in another room at home. But when she's outside in our yard, she is very almost territorial, like aggressive when people are walking by, barking, and um, can get aggressive to little dogs. We have invisible fence. Okay. So, um, you know, she gets right up to the edge and barks at people. So I'm wondering what we can do to train her not to be like that out in the yard. Okay, well, a lot of dogs get frustrated in an invisible fence because they can see them. It's like there's nothing there, but they can't get to them, and they get frustrated, and a lot of dogs will start becoming aggressive as things go by because of the frustration of trying to get to them, but they know they can't get to them, all right? And so, and then, uh, but anyway... When you got a dog that's that nervous on the outside and I mean the inside and then reacts, that's like what we call passive aggressive. Okay. Okay. So the thing is, is what, um, she needs input. She needs her brain to look, uh, do other things. All right. So I would start doing some trick training, you know, get the, the brain teaser book. The whole thing is if you give her other things to think about and do and, and, and hold a thought, she's not going to have so much time on her, her pause, <laughs> you know, to be obnoxious and then worry about other things, whether it's that laundry basket or whatever. Now, if she, let's say she's worried about the laundry basket. What do you do? You say there, there, it's okay? 
Um, we really don't do anything. She leaves the room. So. Okay, okay. Because uh, when you get a dog that's anxious like that, as far as worried about things, the sound or whatever, almost everybody goes there, there, it's okay. It's not okay. The dog is worried about it. So what you got to do is turn when they show fear, you got to help them through it by going, oh, what is that? What do you think this is? Should we go look at this? Let's go look at this. You know, where they see that you're okay with it, so then they don't seem as worried about it. And then they're, what, what I would try, uh, have you heard of me uh, talking about the what is this game? Okay, what you do is put the leash on the dog. You know, it doesn't have to be a training collar, just a regular collar. Okay, um, put the leash on. Hold the leash in your right hand and take your pointer finger, of your, or your left hand, the pointer finger of your right hand, and uh, from her eye level and below, go touch something. Let's say it's a seat of a chair. <gasps> what is this? What is this? What is this? You want her to get so curious that she just has to come up and check it out and tell where your finger is that her nose goes, okay? And then you're going to give her a tickle. Oh, look at you being brave. Oh, that's a very nice, very nice. Okay, now the thing is, is that you, you've got every dog personality is different on how nuts you get because you don't want to get so nuts it scares her. Uh-huh. Okay, so then what you're after here, now let's say you're touching that chair. And you're, what is this? Let's say she's like at the end of the lease saying, I don't care. I'm leaving the room. <laughs> don't ever pull her to it. What you, if she takes even one step towards you, stop saying, what is this? Go over and pat her. Oh, that was very nice. Very nice. And then you go back to the, what you were touching. What is this? Now she may come in and like go behind you and then like stick her head around, like using you as a buffer, like you die first. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. And so then just pat her. Oh, look at you. Look at you. Only do one thing three times and if she still hasn't come up to it just move on to something else and you just want to do this like in the house uh put the the laundry basket in the middle of a room and she's like oh i'm gonna die i'm gonna die well let's check this out together at first you're gonna do it with the leash on and then you hopefully that you're gonna build her confidence enough that when you go and touch something she wants to come in and check it out and work with you as a team but just remember do not pull her to it has to be her idea to come forward and you only do it one three times one thing three times and if she still hasn't come up to it you move on all right and then like have things pop up in the house different like take a load of laundry that you're going to do and dump it in the middle of the hallway dump it in the middle of the little kitchen all of a sudden like whoa bear in my laundry room i mean bear in my kitchen bear in my hallway (laughs) you know and just what is this what is this so what you want to do is get more her build her confidence get her to look to you for more direction giving her other things to think about and then like brain teasers for dogs by soderman that is a great book because that uses her nose to figure out brain teasers and there's different levels to it so now you're making her think hold a thought and figuring things out that exudes confidence also now when you go for walks uh how does she walk does she scan in front of you walk with you what how does that go no, she's not a good walker. Okay, because that right away, there's no confidence there. She feels like she has to take care of everything because you're not doing it, okay? She is to walk with you as a team. And so you got a lot of team building to build here so that it can help with her confidence and look to you for direction. I would, you know, sign up for one of my classes. It's just two times an hour and a half each. And then so what we could do is help you build your, you know, yourself and then to show her what she needs and then start building that team. And I think you're going to have 
a whole different dog. Because like I said, when you go for a walk, she should walk politely and calmly at your side. And the minute she scans in front of you, okay, then all of a sudden in her mind, number one, she has to be the leader and she's scared to do it. And then she's got to take care of everything because you're behind her, so you're the peon. And so, but when you walk together as a team on a loose lead, then now we're, we've got a working team. We've got to talk, and you're working together. That if something comes up, another dog, another something, whatever, she's going to look at you like, hey, hey, you see that? Uh, what are we going to do about it? Instead of her maybe either trying to head home, you know, like, I'm out of here, or doing the other thing, being, rawr, 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 get away from me. Yeah, being aggressive. Yeah, yeah, because then she's scared, is what she is. She's trying to bark it away so she doesn't have to contend with it. And so that's why you've got some learning to do here. But you can, at any age, any dog can learn anything as long as you're willing to learn and teach it to the dog. Because if you would lose this dog and I found the dog, I'd be working on that confidence ASAP. And then I'd probably in about, oh, I bet you it'll not, well, sometimes you can come around really quick, especially at her age. You know, being that she's a little bit older, she doesn't have the puppy mush brain. <laughs> that, yeah. you know, that all of a sudden she's going to be like, whoa, the world isn't that scary. And whoa, mom's got her poop in her group. Oh, this is good. I'm, I'm liking life a lot better. And now I'm not as worried well, as scared. What's interesting is when she's outside and she, if she's barking at people, people that know her will say her name and approach her, and she literally just lays down, yep, like mm-hmm. for them to pet her. Yep, but she's so, good. But see, then she recognizes them and she realizes, oh, yep. I know you. But if she doesn't recognize the smell, it tend to when she caught the wisp of their smell. Okay. okay, like oh, I know you. Oh, oh yes. Okay, I'm okay now. Okay, so that's what you just needed. Both of you guys just need a little organization. You can call me up at Katie's K9. We can figure something out. Otherwise, look around you. Okay. Perfect. Thank you. Thank you. Have a grand day. Thank you, Rachel, for doing a great time. Brian, I guess, is out partying with uh, another person getting married. God knows one of these times he's going to get married. Anyway, you guys have a great week. If you don't train them, don't blame them.